Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment of uh, my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will continue with the TCU Horn Frogs, who last year went 13-2, and 9-0 in the Big 12, and absolutely magical run for for the Horn Frogs in something that they will obviously try to replicate, but something that will be extremely, extremely difficult to do. Just to, just to, again, one of, one of the more unbelievable runs in in recent time. And head coach Sonny Dykes in his first year uh, worked wonders, and uh, it'll be. It's going to be fun to see how they respond to this. He 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 and his staff have done an amazing job capitalizing off that success and have done an amazing job recruiting. And it really seems that they will be the number one brand moving forward in the new look Big 12 uh, coming in 2024 when we see the departures of Texas and Oklahoma. Just a really, really fantastic job by this coaching staff. But when you lose 11 players to the NFL, you you are going to take a hit at, at to some degree. So uh, let's let's just dive right into the breakdown. The Horn Frogs play at Amon G. Carter Stadium, uh, one of the uh, more beautiful venues in college football, uh, has undergone multiple uh, renovations and now seats 47,000 fans. Uh, one that a stadium that I'm really looking forward to getting to in the, in the future. And uh, also known as the Carter or Hell's Half Acre. Just, a, just again, just a beautiful venue with uh, some very, very passionate fans that fill that stadium uh, every week. <clears throat> looking into now uh, a coach on the rise within the program. It's new offensive coordinator Kendall Bryles. Um, young, young mind, but an absolutely brilliant mind on the offensive side of the football um, played at Texas in Houston um, and then moved into coaching pretty quickly 2008 through 2011 served as a served at Baylor and then then 2012 through 2014 was promoted to pass game coordinator and wide receivers coach and then 2015 2016 was promoted to offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach uh, then after that the staff that was there left. He went to Florida Atlantic as part as a, was the offensive coordinator, associate head coach, and quarterbacks coach. Moved on in 2018 back to his alma mater at Houston, serving in the same roles: associate head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach. Then in 2019 goes to Florida State as the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. And then for the past handful of years, 2020 through 2022, he's been at Arkansas. Uh, serving in those same positions and now uh, coaching at TCU, associate head coach, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach. I, I firmly believe that it's only a matter of time before Coach Bryles gets an opportunity as a head coach. He's only 40 years old, and like like I said, he's one of the bright young minds in college football. Um, their previous coordinator moved on to Clemson, and now uh, it's his opportunity to continue to make this offense click and I firmly believe he will do that they have a they have a really good 
uh, talented quarterback in Chandler Morris, who I think he's going to do some really good things with. So looking at uh, um, the Horn Frog schedule, they open up a big noon kickoff coming to town uh, to Fort Worth to see them play Colorado. Uh, it'll be could be a crazy nut house for that game with it being Coach Prime's first game at Colorado. Then they turn around and play Nichols. Then they're going to play uh, Saturday night primetime on Fox at Houston for their first Big 12 game. Then they turn around, host SMU, host West Virginia. They go to Iowa State. They get BYU at Kansas State, at Texas Tech on a Thursday night. Texas, Baylor, and then at Oklahoma on uh, Black Friday. So interesting schedule that, that sets up nicely for them to have an opportunity to uh, return, uh, potentially return to the Big 12 title game, where I know that's obviously going to be their end goal. Um, looking now, diving into the breakdown, position by position, starting offensively. Uh, TCU had one of the most explosive offenses in college football last season. Uh, quarterback Max Dugan is gone. Uh, but let's remember that Chandler Morris did beat him out for the job uh, in their first game last year at Colorado. He got hurt. Uh, Morris can't replicate what Dugan did last season. But the passing game may have a higher ceiling with him in charge. Um, just a really, really accurate passer. Um, throws a really, really nice ball. And, and I'm, I'm really intrigued to see moving forward uh, how he can do things for this offense. He's, he's not the runner that Dugan could be. Um, but nonetheless, I, I really think that the passing game uh, could excel under, under Chandler Morris. Uh, the running back room has good options, even with Kendra Miller off to the NFL. Imani Bailey and Trent Battle return, and then the addition of Alabama transfer Trey Sanders is big. Uh, this unit has has a really good balance of speed and physicality. Really good options there. Uh, the receiving core returns wide receiver Savion Williams, who's a big, big target, and then tight end J Jared Wiley, both really both played roles in last season's success. Um, the additions of wide receivers, uh, Dylan Wright from Minnesota, Jalen Robinson from Ole Miss, John Paul Richardson from Oklahoma State, and JoJo Earl from Alabama are massive. Look for John Paul Ro uh, Richardson to do some really, really good things out of the slot as he was very successful at Oklahoma State. Uh, the offensive line returns valuable pieces. In right tackle, Andrew Coker, and left tackle, Brandon Coleman, and center, John Lance. Then the additions of Colton Deary from Maryland, Willis Patrick from Jackson State, and Tommy Brockenmeyer from Alabama provide amazing depth to the unit. Now shifting to the defense, the defensive line is in need of new pass, pass rushers to emerge after losing most of the production. Uh, defensive ends, Tymon Mitchell, Paul Oiwale, uh, Caleb Fox, and a slew of others seem to be up to the task. The additions of uh, Rick Diabreu from East Carolina and then true freshman Marcus Deal and Avion Carter provide a punch. Expect Really expect Marcus Deal to really shine as he was a big-time recruit for TCU. Then nose tackle Dominic Williams returns after a solid season where he was an honorable mention All-Big 12 member. 
the linebacking core returns two playmakers in Jemai Hodge and uh, Johnny Hodges, who had 87 tackles. Watch out for Shadrick Banks and Namadi Obazor to emerge as well for this unit. Looking at the secondary, they return almost intact, uh, but they do lose Jim Thorpe Award winner Travis Hodges Tomlinson uh, to the NFL. Big, big time loss there. All Big 12 cornerback Josh Newton returns, as do cornerbacks Millard Bradford and Abe Kamara. Uh, safeties Mark Penny and Bud Clark are playmakers, and then the addition of cornerback Avery Helm from Florida is big. Expect this unit to still to still produce pretty well. This was a defense that that definitely gave up yardage and points last year. Um, they they needed their offense to outscore people, um, but especially in those last three games that we saw, two of them being losses, they gave up plenty of points. So th there's definitely room for improvement on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, looking at special teams now, kicker Griffin Kell and punter Jordan, Jordy Sandy both return, giving the Horn Frogs one of the best, one of the top kicking units in the Big 12. And then final analysis, my opinion now looking at TCU, uh, the Horn Frogs lost 11 players to the NFL from last season last season's team obviously that's going to hurt any team they had a record eight players drafted three others got undrafted free agent contracts uh, so of course when you have unprecedented success like the horn frogs did you're going to have guys get an opportunity and, and deservedly so they were fantastic players for this team but anytime you lose 11 pros you you, you will take a hit but enough returns to avoid a major drop-off. The schedule is favorable, so a return to the Big 12 title game is not out of the question. I, I, I firmly believe that this team has really built something and will continue that success. I, I, don't, I don't see in any world where they're just a one-hit wonder and they go back to being 7-5, and 8-4. and four. I think this is a team now that is kind of here to stay from a national perspective. But, of course, time will tell and what they're able to build and what they're able to do moving forward. Um, but look, like I said, looking at their schedule, their non-conference schedule, they get three home games, albeit, yes, they play Colorado. You play SMU. SMU is going to be very, very talented, especially offensively. So, I mean, they're not easy games by any means. But then you look at their Big 12 slate. They open up with some favorable matchups at Houston, West Virginia, at Iowa State, BYU. You can kind of get off to a good start there. There's definitely for the the potential for them to be seven and zero going to Kansas State, which their their schedule is definitely back heavy. I mean, you go to Kansas State, to Texas Tech, host Texas, host Baylor at Oklahoma, definitely back heavy. Um, but there's no doubt that they could be seven and zero going to K State, who is who's going to be one of the upper echelon teams in the Big Twelve as they were one of those teams that beat TCU last year in the conference championship too. So they're going to want to get that game back. But like I said, moving forward, this Horn Frogs team, I really, really see them being the standard in the Big 12 when the Big 12 shifts uh, with the departure of Texas and Oklahoma. So hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Love doing these. This is one of the favorite things that I do every year. Love bringing it to you guys. Please like, subscribe, wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh, give the podcast Twitter account of follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.